Last week, we shared our driving, youthful driving shenanigans and hijinks and all those other things. And me being the oh, nice guy, that I, am, said, I was sick. We, we understand. Oh, we understand, oh, my we, guy. But we uh, turned around and said, you know what? Share with us the shenanigans that you uh, are engaged nasty in. asses. Jesus Christ. I think only... <laughs> Out of all the texts, I think maybe three or four actually understood the assignment. Everybody else is telling me all these sexual, it's like all the shenanigans that they engaged in in this damn car. And I was like, oh. bro, and I'm trying to understand where in the hell, where they get that from? Like, it was and nothing they, in our was question. nothing in the conversation about. All right, no, see, you know what I think? Maybe I'm glad I missed this joint. Maybe I'm glad I missed that joint because I know what vibe was going on last week. Listen, I don't know what the hell what did I really miss? they thought about. <laughs> you know what I think it is? I think because we were talking about how men drive cars specifically just for the opportunity to go get... <laughs> Oh, they get sex. Yeah. I think that's what spawned it. So oh, here, okay, here okay. we are. So you guys so, set the tone on the nasty shit early. You know what? So that, that, was y'all too. that was y'all too. I, I, no, no. No, no, no. See, clearly, I need no, to be here no, for supervision. No, no. Clearly. That was all him. I tell you. Clearly, I, y'all need supervision. I'm going to send my intern next time. Don't worry. Yeah, you should. You should. This is We don't want no sexual harassment charges, so send, send the mail. Call HR. Call <laughs> HR both of you. <laughs> one such story came from one of the homies named Theodore. That's I don't believe that's his real name. But we spelled Theodore. it out, Theodore. Yes, he spelled it out. No, Damn, I don't know Theodore. I don't know I don't know anyone by the name. Teddy, at least, because... I don't know anyone by the name. Actually, no, no, I know if you I know if you guys would prefer Theodore. I want to say something, but I'm not going to say it. So I'm going to keep say going. Cut the Bhutan. Oh, okay. I got you. I got you. I got you. Okay. okay. So one such story came from one of our, our and he's a Patreon, by the way. So thank you for thank you oh, for that. Thank you, sir. Theodore. Thank you. Yes, sir. Um, Theodore proceeds to tell me a story about how his dad allowed him to use his Cadillac to go to the library. Had bugged Ooh. his dad to go to the library. Caddy. Dad, I gotta go. Yeah, gotta seats, go to the library. All the way back, bro. I'm, I'm, tr- I'm trying to. I'm, try- <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get ready. I'm trying to get ready for the SATs. You know, I need to go to the. Mm-hmm, library. He sure blah, was. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Sexy so ass test. <laughs> 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 
scooping all thoughts. <laughs> Shake that tail. Come on. <laughs> you, you are fucking you, you guys are worth this. <laughs> all right, brother. Theodore. Theodore finally convinces his dad to let him take this Cadillac and go to the library. Theodore, of course, does not go to the library. He goes and picks up his girl. So they drive about, they have lunch, and they find a secluded place, and they begin, in his words, wrestle in the back of the, the back of the cab. <laughs> what are they calling now? Wrestle? That's 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 Do the dance that's with no pants. <laughs> what are you, in Texas? <laughs> So he, he did that naked wrestling in the back. <laughs> <laughs> so your man thought he Daddy's had leather seats too. Yes. So your oh. man thought he was good. He brings the car back, and the very next day, his dad is getting ready to go somewhere. But he says, "You know what? This boy had my car yesterday. Let me go ahead and check this car out before I start driving it around." So he goes in the back seat and he sees white stains in the back seat so he's like hmm okay theodore come 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 here what's this in my back seat this white stuff he said uh uh it's it's donut glaze dad i i I had some donuts and, and i dropped them and they rolled all in the seat and you know so i mean it was just donuts oh it's donuts right I right, come over here. Come, come and lick. He said, "Come and lick." He said, "Come and lick." He said, "No, no, 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 no." His dad said, "His dad said, listen." His dad said, "If it's donut glaze, come lick it then." And he looked his dad in the face and got in the car, and he was he got all close to it, and he's like, "Nah, dad, I'm sorry." This- <laughs> It's, okay, it's, all right. Yo, it's, bro, we, are, we are a little bit of a family show now. It, it was, oh my God. God. He said he, said he called his bluff. He had to turn around like that. It was, it's my juices. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. He said, first off, Theodore. He said, he said, he should have said it was her juices, at least. I mean, at least words. I mean, damn it, don't spend yours, bro. Listen, to be be fair to Theodore, he said that it was sexual juices. He didn't say specifically on what gender the juices originated. Okay, all right, all right, all right. But but even with even with that, my guy, he said he took he took he said he was working during the summer. He said he took old boys all of his money and got his car detailed. He's like, fuck that shit. Oh my god. And he couldn't have he couldn't drive the car for he said he couldn't drive that car for But Theodore, why don't you clean up your mess, bro? Why don't you clean up before you Yeah, man? Respect the Cadillac, man. It's a Cadillac, man. Because you you want to have that opportunity again right so yeah, you want to bring that the, the caddy back in pristine so you can go study for your sats at the library plus, again plus next you've week. already not you've already right. you've now set the standard with your girl so whatever we're yeah. pulling up it now is going to be trash it's uh, exactly like trash. If you come next week with a Honda Accord, off with a caddy. she's not going to want to give you anything you ain't getting a scratch and sniff you off in a caddy you can't and you like, bro, what are you thinking? You ruined, oh, did you just you say ruined all. Like, you ruined all future study sessions because you yeah. couldn't take your draws to, you could even use your draws to wipe up the stain, bro. <laughs> Listen, Damn. 
You know, I mean, you can have no We got to blame it on youth. We have to blame it on youth because typically, we as older men, you know, you have what is called that post orgasmic clarity of thought, right? Like your brain, like, you know, you. Everybody, yeah. knows you've been ch- yeah. chasing, yeah. chasing, and all of a sudden you get like, yeah, real, yeah, real, yeah. You, 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 you kind of snap you, out of it. You're like, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, time to go home. Real, real shit. So, yeah, it's like, time to go home, hit my business. I, I got work to do. Elle's looking at us like, what the fuck? Nick? Nope. Listen, I'm thinking, I'm thinking about the next time, the first time. I'm thinking about <laughs> how I can make this work this time. So, next time, I can get the same thing that I'm getting this time. I mean, so that's I'm already true. thinking through. Kind of okay, a, I want to make sure she she got to make sure she's home by eleven. So we need to get hot and heavy by nine. That way we can go ahead and get a good hour and a half of what we're going to do in, and we can cool off. And she don't walk in the house smelling like sex. So we got thirty minutes to roll around the neighborhood with the windows down after we done went to Pound Town and making sure everything goes down. Like you. you I want to make sure that I get her home safely. That no, way, wait, 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 wait. You can, you can, I can you, can, you can shave off, action, bro. You can shave <laughs> off half that time with uh, wait, 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 Phil, with some, hold on, with stop, some, stop. You can shave stop, off half stop. that time. Stop, Phil. Stop. This dude L <laughs> said he failed algebra, but somehow his mathematics. <laughs> he built his math skills. I've always been in the car at one, bro. I can shave off half that time with a pack of baby wipes. I can at least do that now. I mean, me and geometry didn't get down, but I knew which angle to put the joints in the back of a cat. You gotta do some. You gotta do some. You gotta do a little subtraction here, man. No subtraction here, man. Some baby wipes knock off about twenty minutes off that, man. Bro. You gotta come prepared. You gotta come with a bag. And yo, ladies, baby wipes and a Uber, 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 Uber account, but not for a half hour. They'll ride around with an overnight bag in their trunk for a month and a half, just in case they get that last minute call. Fellas, you gotta learn how to do the same thing. You should know that by now. You should have something in the tuck, just ready to rock. I mean, the only thing, only thing dudes really need is like a toothbrush. Bro, I rolled a bunch of the flaws. That was good. Listen, the game is serious, man. I can't even tell you the type of stuff I used to keep in my glove box, dog. You never what? You gotta be prepared. Right next to the nine was a pack of them things, just in case. (laughs) Then I get the reminder. I'm talking to a Philly nigga, (laughs) bro. Then I get the reminder. Like, yeah, okay, this is a Philly nigga. Okay, that's the case. <laughs> and yes. I'm sure the nine is clean to a sheen. Man, filed smooth on the side. <laughs> you not a number up. invisible, not one listen, single digit. This is what I don't, I don't, don't incriminate yourself. I think, I don't think there's a oh, no, no, brother. Just, no, no, no. I have no idea what he's talking about, bro. Okay. <laughs> Allegedly, supposedly. Always been no a, one's trying always to get been a, a, a law body. <laughs> always, yeah. always. Always, yes. always. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What's up? What's up? What law is up? Law in Philly? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's Thursday, bro. It's Shut Thursday. the hell up, goddamn! <laughs> Maybe it's South Philly. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I hate both of you motherfuckers. Back once again, it's the Incredible in the Black Podcast. In case you weren't aware, this is a podcast dedicated to covering the current events and social issues going on in your life. 
<laughs> going on in your black world and covering it all from the perspective of three grown ass men who know how to have sex in the back of a car. <laughs> I am yeah. your host, Big O, Mr. In the Black. Himself. Very little natural you, life. But you know, <laughs> shut up. Uh, it will give you, you know the best bra unhooking game ever. If you can listen, I'm telling you. You'd be able to learn how to pop that joint with two fingers. Pop, pop. I, I removed you guys from the dance. <laughs> but you know, I can never do this alone. Let me introduce the rest Happy of my holiday. team. Crush, say what's up. What's good, everybody? Um, I'm glad to be back. I was a little sick last week. Uh, you know, happy holidays and everything. And uh, I look forward to the pending release of my cruise film this Friday on YouTube. Thank you. Help, um, please help say hello to the people. When the pimp's in the club, mama drop it like it's hot. <laughs> We're get, get Glad your attitude. Glad y'all. That's all right. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, how y'all doing, man? No doubt. And if you're checking this out on YouTube, make sure you go ahead and hit that subscribe button make sure you hit that thumbs up button as well it goes a long way you can follow us across all social media platforms at in the black pvcst well, excuse me yeah in the black Ooh. pvcst okay. facebook twitter instagram you guys fucked up my whole my whole game so oh, hey man everyone's on vacation man it's all good i, I see you i see you <laughs> once again but if you want to do us a real favor and join the family L, please tell these folks how they can do that, man. Hey, man. First of all, head on over to our website, www.intheblackpodcast.com. And in the right-hand corner or the left-hand corner, either one, whatever corner says become family corner, click that shit right there. Scroll on down, and there's a number of things that you do. You really have three options, right? You can buy some of our swag. And just to give you guys a heads up this is currently in production and being updated so we'll have new swag coming for you guys somewhere after the beginning of the new year so look for new things and a lot of new stuff happening here within the black man so you got a lot of good stuff happening also if you want to direct uh donate directly to the in the black podcast you can do that via our cash app dollar sign in the black pdcst but the one we really encourage folks to, to to be involved in, in order for us to be continue to be independent black media, authentic black media, like not like Revolt or what Roland Martin are doing, you know, uh, or what Oprah was doing. I mean, you know, we're trying to continue to be black owned and to maintain our authentic black voice. So we really need you guys to come over and be members of our Patreon accounts. Uh, and there's a number of tiers. You can read that shit yourself and see which one best suits you. All we ask is to make sure that your credit card information remains updated all the time. Because the last thing we want to do is to have your shit bounce when you sign up for one of them big tiers. Okay? Uh, so just maintain your shit there. Uh, and hey, we really appreciate you guys. L doesn't want nobody to fucking like us. Like, it's Sultan Revolt and Sultan Oprah. All these people make sure your money right because we don't. <sighs> Thank you, Elgin. I, I I appreciate your honesty. How about that? So tonight we do have a black box letter. I have oh, a shit. 
one of our one of our fan, I won't call her necessarily a fan. That sounds deplorative sometimes. But uh, what I will say is that one of our listeners by the name of Doreen uh, listened to hey, our show. Doreen, she, she said, Doreen. Doreen says that we always give such a an interesting take on marriage and married life. <clears throat> and she herself is not married, but she's looking okay. to find a partner and get married. But she then sent me this article. Hmm. of a woman that says we've been together 23 years and never lived together here's why it works so Doreen asked our thoughts on is it possible or do we believe it's possible to be married or be in a fruitful and solid relationship and not live with your partner so in this article this woman a white woman Okay, I want to make sure that we specify Fuck this. We're not, we're not we're not from the same we're not from the same culture. Mm-hmm. Does that matter? Yeah. I, I think we'll, we'll we'll break that down. Is Doreen black? Is Doreen, just make Doreen sure I want to make sure I keep my comments yes, Doreen is black. positive. Okay, Doreen is Doreen is black. All right. So All right, this woman, this woman apparently, she said that uh, she and her partner have been together. It doesn't say that they are necessarily married, but they've been together for 23 years they're celebrating their 23rd anniversary and she said she's heard it all about you know the benefits cons and all those other things about being with someone but not being physically with them 24 7. people often ask me why we don't live together the truth is that there is no one answer in the beginning when david and i met our schedules were completely opposite he was working during the morning i was working at night and so on and so forth and she says that time passed and you know one thing led to another and they felt that it was better for them to stay separate they live about 15 minutes apart from one another Ooh, just in she ends her story also by saying that they have decided because of the pandemic and a lot of things have happened during the pandemic they decided to buy a duplex with one another however she will live upstairs in the unit upstairs and he will live in the unit downstairs so they are still living separately Hmm. some of the things she's heard from her friends and colleagues are you're just friends with benefits she says she doesn't know how they can be casual daters she doesn't know any casual daters who are executors of each other's estates and wills or have power of attorney over them. So that's her argument. Facts. 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 She said, but then she, she also gets folks that confide in her that say, had they known that their type of relationship was possible, maybe they wouldn't be divorced oh, now. Oh boy, here we go. Let's go. This is going to be a hell of a conversation <laughs> right here. Lord have mercy. Phil, mm-hmm. so do you think <laughs> It is possible with your Haitian wife to be married for 23 years and be living in separate uh, domiciles. Okay. Um, <clears throat> let's first address the first uh, fallacy in that statement. Um if I were to ever execute such a maneuver, I would not be living. So, 
So your answer is, is no. It would never work with your Haitian wife. Is that correct? No. <laughs> no. No and no. Did I say no? <laughs> now, what I what I what I am hearing here is like something that is definitely, I think, reflective of the economy uh, of the uh, of the of, of where uh, professional life is in America today, because I'm looking at how things are a little different here in our house. Um, well, us both working remotely, and the way we've done some upgrades to the home recently. She finally got her office upstairs. I got my whole space down here in the basement. We're literally working and living out of our homes, like in two different spots. So, I mean, there are certain adjustments, and I think relationships and are are, are going through that we're going to be. I think I'm just saying that I think situations like this aren't unusual to me because I think it's a response to where society has been going between uh, career and, 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 and money and and in every everyday daily life. I think relationships and families are trying to adapt to that. Mm-hmm. And we're going to see a lot of other, I think, different arrangements as time goes on that we're not used to seeing, but are more accommodating literally to how they you know how, how they're how, how they're how they're maintaining their daily life. You know, they they having the traditional structure that parents had doesn't fit now, and mm-hmm. I, I can actually say that from experience. Like I, I can't meet my wife and I can't do what our parents did, or or look at our careers that way. But you know, the idea of living separately, I mean, it's clearly reflective. I think of their professional choices as well as other. There may be some other cultural choices they've made as well in in, in their families. There's a there's some there's some back there's some there's definitely a little bit of background with choices they've made about their family life, their individual family lives that informs this kind of arrangement. You know what I mean? Something about the way they grew up allowed their allowed their mentalities to see that see it this way. You know, like or at least they made certain kind of decisions growing up, like. When me and my guys were, were coming up, we saw so many cats getting pregnant with with with, with, you know, at, at, with babies at a young age. We all decide. I remember we all, man, I'm, I'm I'm taking this marriage thing seriously. I don't want to get divorced. I don't want to have kids. I don't, you know, I, I remember us having those, those discussions and making those conscious decisions into adulthood. So maybe these two people had influences of some kind or went through certain experiences that informed this kind of mentality. You know, I mean, I don't. I don't, you know, I'm, I'm not even judging it. I'm just looking at it as, you know, this must be reflective of what else is going on in society. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're spot on, spot on. I think dynamics will have to grow and change and adapt. You know, there are other yeah. arrangements out there that we can only imagine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. L, go ahead. This is a, believe it or not, this is a growing trend among most married couples i know a number of black couples who have this arrangement right they may not necessarily live in separate households but they have separate rooms in their house they don't sleep together in the same beds every night 
So I don't think what this person is doing is so far-fetched, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think it's something that is... Uh, I think re- one a, a number of reasons why it is outside our normal realm of thinking. Because we have such a strong thought surrounding what we believe marriage to be right that is supposed to be you're, you're with your wife every single night same bed yada 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 and we assume that when we're not together all those times and we're in separate domiciles it leaves the door open for infidelity uh adultery all those things that take place so we operate from this thought process of we're not going to do that because it speaks negatively of our relationship. And I think, honestly, I don't think it's something that is so strange to even not be able to imagine it. Now, I don't think that I would be able to live in separate houses from my wife 15 minutes away. But I can imagine, you know, her having her own space and me having my own space. I don't think that is a, 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 I don't think that's unreasonable. I don't think that's a thing. I don't think that's something that would indicate that there's something strange or abnormal about our relationship. It wouldn't even be a measure of whether or not we were love or more importantly, committed to each other because that's ultimately where we begin to think, right? That they don't live in the same house. They live miles away. They don't spend their evenings together, essentially, that they're not committed, that they have an open relationship when they could be deeply monogamous and just have the greatest communication that ever, you know, takes place within a marriage. So they have that type of marriage that most of us dream of having where you can have that unfiltered conversation about what you desire and what you want and what you feel without concern that they're, my partner's going to take that to mean something outside of what I've actually just said. So I don't think it's abnormal. I, I, I don't think it's, and I think it's something that we're going to see more and more of no, I, I primarily think for the reasons yeah. that, why I do you think, think it's abnormal? abnormal? I think it's abnormal because not necessarily because I want to make sure, I want to make sure that I'm, I'm I'm clear about this. I don't think yes, abnormal might be the word that you usually want to may, use. May, maybe, maybe, but uh, I do agree with you that because of our strict adherence to Abrahamic laws as it surrounds yep. marriage, mm-hmm. that we do have a hard time thinking outside the proverbial box to say what a it's relationship, how a relationship, how a relationship can work, and so yeah. on. Right. But at the same time, I think that this particular relationship is to the extreme. Me and my wife also have, me and my wife also have a relationship where she has her space in the house and I have my space in the house. We love each other. We come together. We take care of our kid. But to actually be, but to actually be 15 minutes away from your partner. That I, I can understand wanting to have personal space, yeah. but when personal space says that you need to be in a whole other zip code, that kind of that just seems like it yeah. is on the extreme to me. And then on top of that, because these two people are older, and they they do not have children, and once again they did they did not specify that they were married. They've been living with each other, or excuse me, two together, which, is, which would be different, right? Yeah, that would add a different spin on it. I do not know if I or if any relationship could completely 
be functional with children in that type of environment? I think with children adds a different dynamic. But if there's no children, right? You're, you're, yeah, I just, I agree that children adds a different wrinkle to it. And I think the 15 minutes might be a little bit more extreme, but having separate rooms, you know, I, I don't think that is necessarily extreme. And I think, again, because of our indoctrination, indoctrination from us, you know, Abrahamic laws and, and religion and all those things, we have a certain structural view of what marriage to be. So we don't, we can't think often outside of that realm. And when we do, we often mislabel those things as, you know, abnormal. And that's not to say that we're being disparaging. That's just where we operate from. And I just think it's, you know, I would love to see us, particularly black folks, have a more open mind when it comes to relationships and marriage and how things operate and to cultivate those things based off of who you and your partner off and not so much of what society and other standards say you should be. Yeah, I mean, we, we definitely have a cultural norm that is assigned proximity that has equated to proximity with intimacy. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you, you know, you remember you remember the question we always got, you know, going into college with our girlfriends. Can you handle a long distance relationship when she goes to UCLA? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, those and types of things. Yeah. Those types, you know what I'm saying? We always assign proximity to intimacy. You know what I mean? Sure. Of course, at, of course, at that age, we have no right to think that we're going to handle, you know, our lady being somewhere West Coast, whatever. But in terms of, you know, being older and, and going through relationships, understanding who you are and what you and what you know, you know, it's going to be individual for it's going to be an individual experience for every person. It is. Uh, it I mean, is. Outside of the cultural norms we may have been indoctrinated with in terms of what in terms of what's assigned to intimacy. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Um, yeah. I, I think we're just seeing, and like I was already just let me know that, you know, intimacy is clearly evolving, yeah, you know, sure. or has been evolving, mm-hmm. you know, for, for a long time, you know, within this, within this particular culture that we have. Yeah. I just yeah. think with the advent of technology, different forms of technology, you're able to bridge certain gaps that proximity would make difficult in the past now you can facetime you can zoom you can do all these different things and i and i I think again we operate from a method and a thought process that often limits the scope of what we can have our relationships to be and to become because we operate in a standard of saying it has to be this way and this way only instead of creating and molding relationships that actually fit you and your partner. I I, I think and that's a flaw. And I think as a parent, that's one of the things that I'm I think about often that when my kids get older, that I I want them to look at me and my wife, not our marriage per se as what the standard should be, but our relationship for what the standard should be. So if they don't decide to get married you know what I mean? To have that type of thing. Yo, do what's best for you and your partner as long as it's safe and healthy. Yeah, yeah. I think one of the biggest things also is also recognizing who you are 
and what type of partner you are, what type of needs you have. Because I don't want anyone to hear this conversation or to ultimately read the article and think that everybody is up for that type of stuff. You got to be built for certain things. And I know that everybody's built for the same thing. Specifically, because let's say your love language is touch, that you need physical touch. That's not going to work for you if your person's 15 minutes away or living on the other side of the world and you're trying to make it work. You know what I mean? And I I agree, but I think at the same time, if your love language is a specific thing and your partner's love language may be different, at some point in time, you have to meet in the middle to adapt and compromise that's what i'm saying but how do you do that how do you you say okay that your your love language your love language is is your love language i know my listen i know my love language is come on dog i know my love language i know my wife's love language i know because you're touching yourself all the time i see you all the time Keep like touching your own breast. Keep touching like, your own breast, man. Massage your own nipples on the air I'm all the time. Breast. You ain't gotta do that, bro. When I see you, I'm gonna touch your chin with this right hook, motherfucker. <laughs> and I know that my wife's love language is positive affirmation. So when you get into this relationship where one of us becomes more fulfilled than the other, or let me not say becomes more fulfilled. There's a level of consistency in fulfilling that person's intimate needs than the other. Because like I said, just for example, if you are a person whose love language is touch and your partner lives on the other side of the on the other side of the, the country, it's going to be hard to do that as often or when you need it to happen. Can there be compromises made? Yeah, but that's also yeah, going to be extremely be difficult. You wouldn't be in that situation. You wouldn't pick that situation if your love language was But that's why I, that's why that. I prefaced that's why I prefaced my statement yeah. by saying that this does not work for everybody. It can possibly yeah. cannot work for everybody. You got to know who you yeah. are and what you want. But you yeah. don't want somebody touching you 24/7. You want space too, right? That's true. You do. You do. You're right. You're right. Phil, go go ahead. What do we what else do we have? <laughs> what do we have next, Philip? Oh, oh, my boy. Boy. Man. I swear to God. I swear to God. Well, I swear to God. 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 I swear I'm sure uh, if you have an Instagram account, uh, you probably caught uh, the clips and the memes of a recent interview that our Vice President Kamala Harris uh, had with Charlamagne the God on Comedy Central. And some of their uh, rather spicy exchange around uh, Charlamagne's comments uh, concerning Senator Joe Manchin's uh, attitudes and uh, general, uh, general bullshit about the uh, Build Back Better bill. Um, now it was, uh, ironic, you know, that this came out when it did, because there's been a lot of, there's been a lot of criticism going, uh, to uh, vice president Harris's way in, re- in recent months. And it did not seem like this interview was really helping things. Um, because, you know, Charlemagne was trying to get to the point as to, you know, what, you know, what, you know why are, you know, why, why does it seem like Senator Manchin is, uh, exhibiting so much power in this situation? Um, you know, to be honest, you know, I was, uh, you know, I was, I was, I was, I wasn't surprised that she was being defensive as she was, 
Um, you know, I'm not sure how much of a good move, how much of a good move it was for her to even do the interview, to be honest. Um, but I'm glad that she at least is attempting to address, uh, you know, address some of the issues. I didn't see the interview in its entirety, um, but the uh, the general sentiment that she was trying to convey were some of the accomplishments that they did that they did have. But, but that was hard to that was hard to, uh, to absorb for me, you know, considering um, uh, the uh, the lack of effort they put into the promises they made uh, to us as a community. Um, so I definitely would like to see what you guys thought of this interview, if you had a chance to see it, or at least the clips that have been going around, um, you know, as well as the continuing criticism of, uh, of Vice President Harris. Um, you know, I'm I see my brother Elgin getting ready, locked and loaded, you know. Uh, you know, so I'm, I'm going to yield the floor because he had my man put, had to put his hat on for this one. So I'm going to yield the floor. Ooh, Lord, I'm for this one. So I'll yield the floor to, to, to Philly in the house. Oh, man. Uh, Jesus. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. First I know. off, man, let's 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 start with the beginning, right? Uh, Vice President. Kamala Harris is a vice president, meaning she doesn't have the power and authority that many people want to attribute to her because she is a woman of color in a vice president's position. So she gets at sometimes a level of unfair criticism based off of people's lack of understanding what a vice president actually does. She doesn't have the ability to influence. I mean, she has the ability to influence, but she can't cultivate policy and laws and things the way that the president comes. So she gets a lot of unfair. And again, I'm not a fan of hers. I have my own criticism of her, but I think if we're going to criticize her, I think we should be fair about it. Right. I thought this interview was a fucking circus. I literally felt like I was watching two clowns on the screen having a conversation. Like literally, and here, here's where I, I think Charlemagne is is you know clearly trending towards a shock jock type of status uh, with his antics on the Breakfast Club and this particular thing. But I also felt like some of the questions that he asked uh, Vice President Harris was genuine questions. I didn't think they were anything egregious or over the line or even difficult for her to answer. Incredibly fascinating that she responded in such a hostile manner when he made the one conversation, one question about who's President Manchin or Biden, which I felt at that point in time, there was a level of frustration he had because they were acting like they couldn't hear him. So he had to ask in that sort of way. So I do give him a level of grace for that. But I just felt like she was incredibly unprepared for this particular interview. Like she it was almost like she allowed him to catch her off the guard. It was just really weird. And again, I have concerns when I see her and other politicians. I had the same issue when I saw Hillary go on the breakfast club with the hot sauce in the bag shit. You know, I, I, 
I don't like when I see politicians go on these particular platforms, platforms that are not going to challenge. They're not going to ask the probing question. They're hold on for the most part, for the most part. And again, I gave him his credit again. I'm not doing that shit twice in one show. All right. <laughs> you know, I'm not doing it twice. Right. <laughs> But for the most part, they don't typically ask the challenging question and probing questions. I just found it incredibly fascinating to watch, but also it was really disingenuous for many viewers who only watch clips of the interview. So they only watch clips of the interview where they only saw that one exchange where they, you know, it was kind of tense, but they didn't see the other parts where Charlemagne was actually trying to, God conduct a, 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 a an actual interview yeah. with her. Uh, so I just, I just found it fascinating. Uh, and I just feel like she didn't have really a choice at that moment, but to come out flexing the way she did. But I feel like she, hold on. I feel like she had to respond when he asked that question. Now I'm not a fan of her response, but she had to say something, okay. right? She had to say something. And I think she went too far when she started to say, and I'm Kamala Harris, you know, and all that extra yeah, shit I, at the end. I, I don't know what You're from. the vice president. Yeah, you're the vice president. You're nobody right now. You're hoping that Joe Biden dies like the rest of us are. So, you you know, it's it was just fascinating. Like, it's really, really weird that these politicians choose. Well, it's not weird. Let me take that back. It's standard operating procedure that these politicians pick these particular platforms to go on. They're not going to come on, you know, in the black podcast, you know, and have a conversation with us and we talk actual about what they're doing. But I just, it was just weird to see. And I hate that the clip came out, got so much trending attention first before people actually watch the whole interview because i think if they had to watch the whole interview they would have walked away with a different type of opinion than they had off of the clip off of the clip she just looks complete trash all the way around but if they would actually watch the whole interview the administration might have been a like complete trash it, all it, the way around with that. yeah yeah it would it would have been a little different <sighs> And I'm not a fan of both of them motherfuckers, just to be clear. Right, right, like, right. We, 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 you know. if we, we were having this conversation on uh, our Instagram page, so if you're not following us on Instagram, make sure you do that so you can continue the conversation. Like, what are you doing? What are you looking at if you're not on our Instagram page? What the fuck's wrong with you? I have, no, I have no idea. Maybe they're trying to get out stains in their father's backseat of their father's Cadillac. I don't know. Um, but The breeze. Go ahead. Start with that. Start there. Just come up with smell. Google, So, ew, that's nasty. Google and ew. <laughs> it works. Shut up. <laughs> I'm not even going to ask you how you know that. But anyway, so please, please, my, please. My, my, my Family show. Is, we've already had this conversation online that I'm not a, the biggest fan of Charlamagne the God. I right. think that there are things that he says that is shows. Uh, a high level of ignorance most of the time, but I give him credit for whether you see think it's coming from an altruistic point of view or not, asking questions that ruffle feathers because those are the questions that many people want to ask, right? So I'm watching this clip from this interview and 
someone was like, why would Charlemagne ask that question? And better question was, why would she respond that way? And I think it goes back to the state of affairs for media in this country. Many media outlets give these softball roundabout questions without asking probing questions because they need access to these people. The next time they want these people to come on the show to give them some level of clout, to give them some level of importance, right? And they don't ask these follow-up questions. But Charlamagne the God was like, nah, what's up with what's up with this dude mansion? Like we all know he's fucking shit up and you guys haven't had any words of of retribute for him at all. And you're gonna try and get us, like he said in the interview, I think it's going to be extremely hard for you to get black people back out in the streets to do this one more time when you've been incredibly fair us. statement, incredibly yeah. fair assessment. And, I appreciate and you, that. And you yeah. would have never heard right. it. It's not MSNBC. Not you wouldn't have seen John. You wouldn't have seen Don Lemon or anybody on MSNBC or any of these other networks no. ask that type of question because no. he was really into it. Now you can say that he was. Trying to that. Or, you can say that he was just. It was just a gotcha question. I can see that too. But the fact that he asked the question, and you had to had wait for Charlotte. Yeah. Well, Char- yeah. you fact that yeah, you, you got it from Char- No, I'm saying the fact that we got it from Charlemagne the God, and you didn't get it from one of these other. Yeah, it's embarrassing. Kind of embarrassing. It's like that says that says a lot. Yeah, it's kind of embarrassing. That says a lot. Yeah. And then on yeah. top of that, to think that you have to have, in some capacity or another, been you know Charlemagne's history. This is where I get, where me and L agree. You know Charlemagne's history. You know he's going to be that person to push those buttons, to aggravate you. Even if you say that it's genuine, it's not genuine, whatever the case is. Whatever. You know, you know this what's is what happen. he does. You know what's mm-hmm. going to happen. So how could you come on the show and not expect him to ask a question? And then for you to respond that way just showed, one, a lack of lack of control, a lack, a lack of, preparedness. of preparedness. And the whole thing just looked like a shit show because if you watch the clip, you watch the whole that clip, maybe it's like five minutes all the way through. You see Simone, um, uh, Simone, I was about to say Simone Biles. I forget her name. Oh, my God. Uh, you ain't got to mention. She, we know she who was, she is. She was the, cam- huh? she was the campaign um, person for Bernie She hopped on the like, hottest thing moving. Go ahead. But she was, she kept coming in and trying to derail the conversation as he was starting to ask these more relevant questions. So it just seemed like, okay, we usually get fluff pieces from folks like you. How dare you actually yeah, ask yeah, me yeah. some but, real but, 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 but the thing is, uh, I, I think Kamala Harris has been on The Breakfast Club. She, but don't forget, she, Charlemagne has, as big as Charlemagne is, he still has Envy and Ye to kind of balance off with that extra Yeah, but you, you, but you watch The Breakfast Club yeah. enough, you know that out of the three of them, He's the one to ask the hard question. And and one thing I'll give to him also, you're right. He does come off ignorant, but he also tends to have a ignorance disclaimer <laughs> before his statements. I, I'm, I'm not. I know I'm not the. He always says I'm not the, uh, the strongest. strongest the strongest. The strongest strain in the dispensary. But I got to ask you this question. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I mean, you're in, he'll, he'll confess his ignorance and then still ask the question. Um, yeah, yeah. I'll give. I, I, I always give him credit for that. I mean, but he does. But he does know. He also is very aware of of uh, and of when to make little little media moves with his questions. Also, you know, to to yeah. get but to get virality. He's still he's still yeah. kind of part of this media this media frenzy. He knows he knows and how that, to make that, work. in on the algorithm and shit. And but I also think one thing that saves him though also is 
like I was saying before, a lot of these media outlets need access for clout and popularity. Yeah, and they well, it'd be nice to them in the beginning. But Charlemagne, Charlemagne's already Charlemagne. Niggas know yeah, who he, he is. Need. He's already got. You know, he you, you, you know what? You know, you know what may have uh, may have uh, may have uh, caught her. May have uh, put her guard down. The mm. comedy cent. The comedy central logo. I think I that see, may I have that. Told, that they may have told her. Oh, this is going to be fun. Yeah, I could see that. She didn't think this nigga would get on. This nigga, this nigga would get on Comedy Central and act like he's on the Breakfast Club. Bro, she thought that she's she a bigger fool than I thought she, thought she was. Gonna be fun. She thought she was gonna meet Dave Chappelle or some shit. Facts. Like if she thought if she thought that she's a she's really we're really, really out of touch. Trouble. Her, her yeah, media trainer. There's her no trainer, way because yeah. Comedy Central. I mean, on the humble. I mean, if you watch that that, that network long enough. They've been a handful of times. They've not given a fuck and gone hard mm-hmm. on some certain, yeah, on certain yeah, shit. Yeah, I'll give it to you. you know but I just think it looks it looks so bad for the yeah. Democratic Party and her Terrible. and the whole administration. Terrible. It was Terrible. an awful look for. Yeah, I, I won't go as far as to say for the Democratic Party, not necessarily because you can. I think in this particular instance, you can separate the two. She, Joe okay. Biden, in the administration, I think she looked. Yeah, looked, she looked awful. They looked completely she looked awful. God, she awful. looked terrible. Completely out of touch. Completely awful. Completely out of and touch. I think awful. we can't we can't leave this conversation without without actually making sure people understand that she never answered that question. It ultimately became nope. an attack on Charlemagne for him even asking. That oh yeah, question. she started gaslighting him right away. She said. Right she away. said. She said we have to we have to listen to all voices representing their districts. Like, oh no, she started gaslighting him. You're starting to don't sound like a Republican. Yep. Which she yeah. said don't sound like a yep, Republican. That's exactly. What and she that said. was just like really? Yeah, why'd you take it there? Yeah, why'd you take it? All right. we're gonna jump to L next, but it's interesting that after this conversation that Charlemagne the God had with her, Joe Manchin comes on TV. And drops a bombshell on Sunday morning, but I'm gonna let L take it over for him. What's what's next? Jim? Well, my story, we can deal with that. We can talk about that story. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. We'll flow in. Yeah. Okay. Uh, just speaking with with Joe Manchin. Uh, Joe Manchin is a piece of shit. A, a scumbag <laughs> to the highest order, right? In so many in so many different ways. Well, this article that came out, uh, you can find it in the Huffington Post. You can find it on all the major news publications where it says Joe Manchin privately told colleagues that parents use the child tax credit money on drugs. Right? So, (laughs) behind the scenes for months, Joe Manchin and Joe Biden, President Joe Biden, have been having meetings talking about the Build Back Better legislation. They've been having private meetings, trying to work through and navigate all that needs to be navigated in regards to that. But Manchin made some incredibly and highly inflammatory comments behind the scenes. And remember, this dude's a Democrat, right? So it's not, which is incredibly fascinating. Uh, But his comments really set the tone and they had flashbacks of Ronald Reagan, right? They had flashbacks Mm -hmm. of the welfare Welfare queen 
the welfare wow. queen's rhetoric, right? That the reason why he didn't want people to get the child tax credit was because they were going to go use it on drugs. Like that's that's really, really big. But one of the more fascinating components to this story is West Virginia is one of, I think, maybe 12 states that, you know, requires drug testing to receive assistance, right? Which is incredibly fascinating. And I think it's been like that since 2012 or 2015. But either what, we'll go with 2015 just to give this dude who don't deserve no fucking grace a little bit of grace. Since 2015, the state that requires mandatory drug testing in order for you to get assistance, they've they've had less than 120 people test positive. Like, so there's no indication, even in his own, matter of fact, I'm sorry. Yeah, even in his own state, he's had in that time frame less than 1% of applicants actually test positive for drugs. And right. don't forget that West Virginia was hit. And this is West Virginia. Remember, let's, let's talk about West Virginia just for a moment. Yep. If you have not seen the Hulu docuseries, phenomenal mm. drama series, Dope Sick, which is, mm. dude, phenomenal. It highlights how opioids, Big Pharma, intentionally put opioids in places like West Virginia, mining towns, to get the big farmer to get the revenue. So West Virginia has been known, data-wise, statistical-wise, to have large segments of their population who have who are battling opioid addiction, methamphetamine addiction. So he has this large, it is his own people. His own constituents. And this dude is making these type of comments that he does not want to give people. And remember, the child tax credit is not in this exorbitant amount of money, nope. right? It's pennies in a bucket. Pennies. Like you're not going to, it's not going to revolutionize or alter or radicalize or change your lifestyle in such a manner that it would be. You, yeah, it might, it might cover half the rent. Bruh. You should cover half the rent. Dude, it might cover half the rent. Nope, not even. And I no, got I, I'm, about, I'm, about one, I'm talking about one month for one month. No, no, no. You're not getting Maybe, Let me tell you, hold on. Here, here, here's what the credit pays. Three hundred dollars per kid per child mm -hmm. under six, and, and two hundred income it'll drop. Oh, hold on, here we go. Hold on, let me read the whole thing. The credit pays three hundred dollars per child under six, two hundred and fifty dollars for kids under eighteen, for two parent households earning less than one hundred and fifty thousand dollars annually, and single parents owning less than one hundred twelve thousand dollars. Parents don't need to have earned money or to owe taxes in order to qualify. So it's nothing. If you are a two-parent home, but going back to the fact that he actually made this comment, lines up with his character, lines up with his personality, no one should be surprised or taken aback nope. by him saying the reason why he does not want people to get this. I think it speaks even louder about who he is, right? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. That you make these type of comments.
And he has not put out a rebuttal. He has not come out to address these statements or anything. So to me, he said that shit. Part of the biggest problem is also the the same this is the same gentleman that came out and said the reason why he doesn't want family medical leave, paid family medical leave, is because yep. his the people in his state will use that money and instead of you know they'll go hunting with those days off instead of staying go, with their go hunting. He said go hunting. they will go hunting instead of staying with their families. That's his belief that they will use family medical leave. Now he doesn't. Maybe he doesn't understand how family medical leave is acquired. It's not like something which you just is, your boss is saying. Do, 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 do you think they have time to uh, shoot down a few a few ducks between the four hour feedings? Clearly, Every four hours. Clearly, he does. I went, I went through that shit for two days, nigga. I, I, I can't. I, I had no. I it's had really no. Everybody had time to take a shit. You think I'm gonna load a gun? Find time to go hunting? Go hunting instead, instead of taking care of the family. You don't just get paid. He, he, you don't get he, just get he family medical leave. Destroy this party. Destroy well, this party. He's he's not destroy destroying it. anything because unfortunately he's he's someone who aligns destroy with it. quote unquote the beliefs in his state. Now that's been the biggest issue is that his argument has been that he cannot vote for this bill. Specifically, because because it would harm he, he, can, he can't it, it would harm his state and he can't explain to the people in the state how it would raise uh it would cause the deficit to increase and all this other stuff and I'm thinking to myself this is the same man who drive this is his nickname is Maserati Mansion he mm -hmm. has a Maserati he has multiple homes he has a what a seventy foot yacht yacht that he this dude, parks. He, in DC and rides it in around DC. during his breaks. He has yep. multi he's a multi-millionaire based off of the backs of coal miners. And this is yep. the thing that gets me mad. Joe Manchin is just one monkey in the show or in the circus, as they say, right? I'm glad but you said that. Yeah. But it speaks louder to who Joe Biden is because he mm. has not during this entire process. Come on. Oh. Thank you. you talk about Come on. the carrot and the stick. He has Come on, nothing bro. but carrots. Do you Come know on. that Joe? Do you know that Joe? Do you know that Joe Biden gave his wife, Joe Manchin's wife, a job in the administration yes. to help him to to help convince him to, to help be on convince the side him of this to bill. persuade him to, to get this bill. Persuade him to get this bill passed. Yes, because there's been rumblings from a while back that he was going to do. What he exactly what, what he's has doing hold now. on to be clear they want, they want to scuttle what, the bill that he what he said he was going to do on Fox News has been what the rumblings has been behind closed Here. doors into Biden's face for months for that months. hey I'm not doing this and the fact the even more fascinating is that data and statistics show that he uses that argument that the people in his state his constituents don't want it but the data actually shows that his people. Do want it. every single bit of everything. It. This is the this, and that's the problem. And this is one. And I've gotten a lot of feed, a lot of pushback from folks because I say that the Democrats' biggest problem, outside of not fulfilling what they're supposed to fucking fulfill, mm -hmm. is that they have a problem with messaging. This yep. dude essentially says that he cannot convince the people in his state to fucking to go <laughs> along with him voting for the bill. Right? Mm -hmm. It's the same problem that we had with Obamacare. Let's even take it at a base level, superficial level, okay? Jimmy Kimmel used to do the man on the street thing. And he did one episode where he said, hey, do you guys 
like Obamacare, and overwhelmingly all the people on the street were like, "Nah, we hate Obamacare." We hate Obamacare. When they called it the when they called it the Affordable, Affordable Care Act, Act. Is, they, yeah. they were like, Affordable "Yeah, Care I'm, Act I'm down for that. I'm down for that." Yeah. And when they were told that they were the same thing, they were they were flabbergasted. So, and that's the thing that's happening right now is that when you talk about every individual thing that's in this bill, I think everybody wants child it. tax credit seventy percent. The paid family leave is like 80%. Green, uh, uh, the new energy alignments, those are like 60 to 70%. And you're talking about in a coal, in, a, in an area that, that's being quote unquote supported by coal. True. This dude is making tons of money off the energy, uh, off the coal, the, uh, the coal um, energy um, sector. Industry. Coal and industry. Mind yeah. you, listen, and there's, do you know how many coal, you know how many miners are in West Virginia? Because when you make that argument, when he starts to make this argument about you know dealing with coal and all that other stuff, you would think that like half the population are coal miners. Nope, nope, not at all. Eleven hundred and fifty-three. Eleven hundred and fifty-three people are actually coal miners in fucking West Virginia. But they would make you think that it's the whole fucking state. Yeah, and we can't and do it's... any of these things because we're going to kill the coal miners. And again, we go back to this. Real quick, I apologize. Real quick. The actual coal miners union of West Virginia has recently come out and said that they're going to push Manchin to support the bill because they support the bill. Yeah. That's going to be a very interesting conversation. One, because mm -hmm. it's a union and Democrats mm -hmm. have yeah, always yeah, yeah, well, the union. And I can't wait for that. And I hope I want to see when you get, get the next, it gets ugly. Because it gets on TV or everywhere. I think it's in so incredibly vexing to watch what the Democratic Party is doing currently, right? And I think when Manchin made the announcement on Fox News, everyone immediately ran to attack Manchin for his statements on Fox News. Now, I'm not here to defend Manchin and say that he should not be attacked, because I think he should be attacked. Yeah, But I think the larger attacks should ultimately go to Joe Biden. And I think what people think or don't understand is exactly people do not realize that this bill has not been voted on. This has not been voted on. It has not been voted on. Even if the bill went and got voted on and got shot down, you as Joe Biden can actually stand on that and say and use that as a rallying cry to get people to see, hey, I'm actually trying to do this, but people are, sh but bro, you making, you trying to convince dude behind closed doors to, to, to do this. He's been telling you the same shit. He's been and telling you, know, you the same shit and you still. They've been saying for how long they say, okay, that's one of the reasons why the progressive wing, quote unquote, progressive wing of the Democratic Party was like, we don't want to separate the two bills. We want everything to be together. We want everything to be together. Infrastructure yeah. and, the, and the human side. They were like, no, yeah. let's get the, the infrastructure part done first. We have the these way. bridges that are falling. Yeah. No, no, no. Because they, they knew. Like, no. And they, exactly. Because they knew the cinema and mansion were going to jump out of nowhere and be like, nah, we're going to put the kibosh on you guys being able to do it. Now they turn around and this is exactly what they're doing. What they do. Exactly yeah. what they're doing. And it shows you have that no leg to stand on. None. And that's that that's the thing that gets me is that you have to it begs you to ask the question. Either Joe Biden is incompetent 
because this is the guy that said he knew how to he's about bringing the country together he can negotiate that was part of his argument right yeah, or if he's, not, campaign. Sure. if he's not incompetent then that means he's going along with it and he doesn't believe in any of the shit that he's been telling you that he believes in yeah. look at the fucking yeah. student student loan forgiveness oh let's not even talk about that yeah that's that's they, insane. They, they just jumped in because of the because of all of the mess that has already happened with Mansion. They finally said, "Okay, yeah, we're going to extend it for another couple something. of months." Got to do something. The, the child tax credit, the, that check that you got at the beginning of December, that's the last check. We're that's the last one. Nope. And I think again, people are not angry enough with the Biden administration currently. Because I think all of this falls. I think they. I think they are. Well, I think anger is building. Anger is definitely becoming. We'll take that. Go ahead and. I mean, I believe. I believe that they are getting angry because a lot of people, as we see in many cases, people are common day Americans are not like us. We're not. They're not in the news every single day. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, But they're start slowly but surely starting to see, dog. I voted you in. You promised me X, Y, and Z, and you've been you ain't almost a year. Oh, you ain't not, shit. Not a damn thing! And every and it's not even. And the, once again, Republicans are just sitting back with their feet up. Ain't shit. saying. Ain't saying shit. shit. They ain't because, got to. Because because they've been Democrats have been killing themselves. Yeah. And literally killing themselves, bro. Yeah. Like killing themselves. Yeah. Like you yeah. knew. So what's ultimately going to happen is. This bill is going to go back. They're going to tinker with it. They're going to bring all the, and it's going Mind to you, be one point one point seven trillion, one point seven trillion down from what started off at almost ten trillion dollars is now at one point seven trillion. One point seven trillion down from ten. And trillion. remember, we didn't have any problems at all pushing through that seven hundred and seventy billion dollars yep, for the yep. defense fund and giving and them an additional unags twenty five billion that nobody. Are, had any issues with that? That shit went through. So again, we got money okay. for war, but can't feed the poor because ultimately, this affects the working class people. This build better. We working class folks. This was the bare fucking minimum. Yeah, this was the, this was the bare minimum. We yeah. needed this, man. You gotta. We're headed. We're in the midst of a pandemic, where the numbers for the coronavirus, this this new variant, are going up, brother. And you mean to tell me you pull things away at this time? Oh, Joe, you don't. You don't want this seat in the office, bro. You don't want. Yeah, I don't know what they expect to happen after this. What they honestly expect to happen? Well, they expect us to be blind and foolish, and do what we do every four years. And that would be stand up to the white supremacist Republicans. I'm not voting for neither one. And currently, the Republicans have not had to say a word. A word. Why would you? Idiots. (sighs) Fucking idiots. Just a bunch of fucking idiots. All right, right about now is the time when we'd like to give you little tidbits of news or words of wisdom for you to take with yourself into the week. Crush, what's up, man? Well, you know, as I stated earlier, I'm uh, very proud to announce that uh, my my crew, uh, the Amphibians and Food International, are proud to announce their official release of Fresh Convos, a DC hip-hop oral history on Christmas Day. 
on our amphibians YouTube channel. Uh, you can see how to spell amphibians there in my caption. But just in case, it's at amphbns.com uh, there and at YouTube and enjoy what is by what is uh, the first and only documented history of hip hop culture in the DMV area. Oh, oh, what's up, man? Hey, man, I just want to send a heartfelt shout out to everyone for the holidays, particularly those folks who are in the process of grieving. Uh, I know this has been an incredibly difficult year for many of us. There are going to be people who are experiencing Christmas for the first time without loved ones that they lost throughout this pandemic. Uh, it's going to be an incredibly difficult time, but I just want to remind you to take care of yourself and it's okay to pull back and not do as much as you once did. Live within your own means and put you first in the midst of this. And if the motherfuckers don't understand that, eat some chicken, drink a Coke 45, give them the finger, you'll be all right. Cold 45? Oh, man. Yeah, it works every time, bro. Works every time. <laughs> <laughs> ah, <we're stupid. laughs> uh, what's up for me this week, man? We were talked about it earlier in our off-the-cuff segment. Um, Dante Wright, the murderer, Kim Porter, Officer Kim Porter, who shot Dante Wright in Minnesota, has been found guilty on both charges of first-degree manslaughter and second-degree manslaughter. Um, we are now awaiting a trial date to, for sentencing before mm -hmm. um, I we very seldom do this but I'm going to give the judge in this instance some level of uh, praise uh, the defense told the judge hey this is a police officer she doesn't have a criminal record she has ties in the community there's nowhere she can escape to we should just let her out and be free willy-nilly walking around the street and the judge was like if this were any other person outside of a police officer, we wouldn't be having this conversation. So mm. no, no bail, stick her ass in jail, and she'll be there until the sentencing. Good. And you don't you don't see that often, if at all. Yeah. So I wanted to give her some level of credit for saying that because otherwise, I don't trust this woman at all. Given her history, as this, as the case had started to unfold, she would have ran. She would have she would have. I think she would have ran for the hills. Anyway, but we want to give some level of uh, grace also to the Wright family for everything that they've been through. And I know this holiday season is not going to be easy to deal with, but in the same token, um, I hope they find some level of peace with, uh, with the yeah, rest of the yeah. Crush, where can people find you if they want to find you, man? Man, you can find me on Instagram at SP Methods um, or on my other Instagram with my lovely wife, uh, the Orange Crush with a K. Uh, happy holidays, everyone. No doubt. L, where can people find you, man? At Elgin Bailey on all social media platforms, man. No doubt. And I'm Big O, Mr. In the Black himself. You can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at MR underscore In the Black. And I want to thank you guys for joining us for another incredible episode of the In the Black podcast. You could have been anywhere else in the world, but you chose to kick it with us, and we appreciate it. Happy holidays to you guys. Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah. If you celebrate Hanukkah, there's black Jews. Yeah, happy Hanukkah. Uh, make sure you leave your motherfuckers out. You just defended a whole group. Oh, it's black Jews. You can't blame me for shit for me. I hate no. You have to get um, 
You know, there goes our black Jew. It goes our black dude. There goes our one black Jew listener. I know, I know. You can follow us across social media at In the Black PDCST on Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram. Make sure you check us out also over at our Patreon. You will not regret it. But until next time, as always, informed, intelligent, in the black. 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 This is this is the In the Black podcast. In the black podcast, and your lad is all facts. He don't like that. The fall back in the black podcast. Don't talk trash. Switch fast if you ain't wrong. Your whack. intelligent elements always relevant. Not for the weak and delicate. This is eloquent excellence. We are setting the precedence. Resting them my excrement in the black podcast. The truth like the testament. Don't know black up he bro. Man a specialist. No what the podcast broadcast. Y'all best with this. Like said them a cheat. Who no do it so effortless. I listen them I learn. Man them listen them a benefit. Reporting current event. Everything that is prevalent. This is so exquisite the scientific experiment. Giving you the news not views without evidence. Telling you the truth sentiments without embellishments. Relax these are the facts. Bringing them to your residence. In your house and your tenement. Listen to hear intelligence. Body filled with melanin power that's so ascending. Bright in the stars bringing some light back to the desolate. In the black podcast that your land is all facts. You don't like that before. In the black podcast they fall down. Pull up your watch. Black up your chat. In the black podcast that your land is all facts. You don't like that before. In the black podcast we all lost. The one of them can't. None of them can't. Yeah. Just like that. This is.